0: Welcome to the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast, powered by Sales Awakening. Join the sales and marketing community that have made the choice to strive for excellence, both personally and professionally. Now, please welcome your host, Craig Francisco. Hi everybody, it's Craig Francisco with Sales Awakening. I am super excited to cut over here in a few seconds to my interview I just had with Daniel Disney. Dan is one of the leading experts in social selling, as well as the founder and the owner of The Daily Sales, which is the most popular page on LinkedIn for the sales industry. He has a total of about 350,000 followers, and it grows by thousands each week. So he's on a global mission to help people sell. I'm super excited to share this interview with all of you. So please listen to every second and enjoy. So, Dan Disney, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Eight Keys of Sales Excellent podcast. We're uh, super excited to have you here. So, thank you very, very much.
1: No, thank you for inviting me on, Craig. Really excited. Big fan of of what you're doing. So, uh, excited to chat to you today. Thank
0: you. So, let's tell the audience. So, where are you today, actually? I'm jealous.
1: So, uh, well, just to send it back, I'm I'm based in the UK normally, uh, not too far from London. But today, I am sat in a very beautiful hotel in very sunny Croatia, um, wow. in enjoying enjoying a bit of downtime at the moment. But I'm uh, keynoting at an event to uh, tomorrow and delivering some training, uh, delivering my masterclass quite bizarrely on a boat on Saturday. Yeah,
0: that's so it's so exciting. I've been kind of following you on social media and, and seeing the you know, the story and the journey that you're, that you're on. So I'm very excited for you. And, and again, honored to have you on the show. And what I'd like to do, Dan, if I could, I, there's so many people that have been, you know, following your journey on LinkedIn and, and social media, different platforms. And I'd love to ask you some questions and kind of go back to and when you got out of school, you know, you, you got into the corporate world and just give us a little, you know, maybe some insight to your past that maybe others would not know without uh, listening to the podcast.
1: Yeah, actually, no, and, and it's a good question to ask. There aren't too many uh, people or, or podcasts that have asked me that. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to try and take people on my journey. But I mean, ever since I can remember, I think I've always had a, an entrepreneurial spirit. So I was eight years old and... Um, you know starting my own mini business as a kid selling chocolates at school and um, it's it's always been a part of me and when I uh, uh, left school at um, uh, 18 right well started working at 16 um, and, and left school so the sort of two years between 16 and 18 I was studying my a-levels which is what we have here in the uh, UK. what you would do before going to university okay um, I got my first job at 16 years old just working at the checkout of a, of a DIY store quite local to me um, and within a few weeks of working there just on the tills just scanning things around um, the sales manager uh, sort of came up to me and said actually I'd quite like you to come and work with me with the kitchens and bathrooms where we design and, and sell you know um, sort of proper things and so, you know sort of Sixteen years old, I was uh, dragged into this world of sales and no idea what sales was never really done it consciously um, and yeah it was the start of uh, start of, of my sales career and after doing sort of two years part time whilst still you know studying at college yeah um, I had the opportunity to then go to university i'd earned a place at university but I was working pretty much full time in the evenings and weekends um, in this sales job and realized that whilst part of me wanted to go to uni i really loved selling i loved working and uh, i chose to continue that and just went full-time and um yeah here we are
0: <laughs> that's, that's amazing so that so that's that's awesome that you fell in love with it at a young age obviously and you've you've stuck with it and now the jobs that you had prior to you know going out on your own and we'll talk a little bit about the daily sales and what you've created but prior take take us back to like your first full-time job and you know did you like working in the corporate environment like what pulled you to go on your own
1: yeah so I mean my first sort of full-time role was uh, was was retail sales and I then sort of merged into into corporate and I've enjoyed every single job I have you know I am genuinely passionate about selling I love helping people so any any job I've had over the years I've, I've loved that's where it sort of really pulled up, I'd always wanted my own business as I'm sure many of the listeners and and many people out there sort of, you know, some people just have that want to just sort of have their own business. And the struggle I had was that as a salesperson, whilst I can sell stuff, that doesn't mean I had something to sell on my own compared to say someone who was a plumber or an electrician who has a skill that they could sell as a salesperson, my skill was selling, Um, which is difficult unless you've got a product to go, self-employed. And, and so I sort of put all my energies into into work and by chance um, a few years ago sort of started to utilize social media more and without even realizing ended up launching a business um, which actually just started off as a hobby.
0: So this was so the daily sales. Take me back. So it's you're what? Two years, 10 months. So just shy of three years now. And you just launched that kind of a, a hobby, something fun to
1: do on the side? Yeah. So again, after, at that point, you know, well over, what, about 12 years working in in sales or, you know, riding the ladder up to to sort of sales leadership. Um, And like I said, very passionate about sales. I started to use social and started to create content uh, for salespeople. I started writing blogs and writing posts. And each time I wrote something new, I got better at it. I enjoyed it more. And people really started to respond to it. People found them interesting, either educational or entertaining, and it just sort of snowballed. And after doing that for a while, I sort of sat at home one evening, thought, wouldn't it be great to kind of create a platform or a community where salespeople can go Every day, and there'll be sales content for them to educate them on sales tips, to entertain them, to sort of de-stress them, to motivate them to work harder. And uh, yeah, the Daily Sales name popped in my head. I uh, created the logo on an app on my phone, set up uh, (laughs) social pages and and, you know basic website, and and got to work creating and sharing content every single day. And for the first year, it was pure hobby it was just fun. I had no, it didn't look like a business to me. I didn't look at it like a business. It didn't feel like one. I was just, for me, I just loved creating the content. And once the
0: yeah. audience
1: started to grow quite significantly it started growing, you know, a lot faster. Um, that was when I started to realize, okay, actually maybe there is a way of, uh, you know, generating some revenue from this and, and, you know, building it to be able to offer more. And so the, the second year sort of 20, uh, 2017 was very much, a Busy year of trying to transition it into a sort of functioning business, and um, yeah, then this year, 2018, I was able to take it on full time. That's great. So, what
0: did you start beginning of the year in 2018, full time? Yeah,
1: January. So I handed my notice in as, as head of sales last year. quite um, company here in the UK. Handed my notice in in December and started okay. full time first of January.
0: That's amazing. And you know, for the for the listeners that have not, which probably not many of you that have not been to the Daily Sales. You know, especially the LinkedIn. Um, you've got, Dan. You've got, th- as of today, I'm looking at right now, three hundred and just almost three hundred thirty-five thousand people that are following your posts. Yeah, which is
1: amazing. That's right. Yeah, no, it's a very, it's a very big audience. I'm very uh, grateful for everyone who uh, who follows, and it's growing by about you know five thousand roughly every single week, five thousand new followers. So it's uh, it's it's fast growing. It's a great audience. That you know what what I love about the audience is that. You know, I share a mixture of content, and they respond to all of it. You know, they like the entertainment, they like the education, they like the motivation. I, I know selling as as you do, Craig. You know, you worked in sales for a long time. It's tough. It's hard work, but it's it's rewarding. And the daily sales exists only to, to help sales people uh, in any way possible. And for me, to see the the audience grow, to see the audience feedback to know that it that in some small way I'm I'm helping, that for me is is probably the biggest reward out of all of them. Yeah. That's, that's
0: that's amazing. Now now what I want you you mentioned something, Dan, a little bit ago. There's a lot of people that do aspire to to be an entrepreneur, to have their own business and you know they, they it's it's difficult as we all know. It's not as as glamorous as it seems. It's definitely not as easy as it seems. It takes a lot of hard work, dedication and focus. So can you tell us about a time that, you know, you know, you went live January of 18. So you're, you know, within the first 10 months, was there a time where you, you went through a time where you were just questioning, Holy, Holy cow, this is harder than I thought. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, if this is going to work, anything you had to overcome as an owner that you could share that might be helpful to somebody else.
1: No, I I, I can. And that just, there's just sort of two things I'll, I'll go with this. One is, I built the daily sales up over two years before taking it full-time, and that has made this year a lot easier. I've seen plenty of people and even friends that I know that have done this, a similar thing, jumped in, but without building anything up. And obviously, if you jump in the deep end with, with nothing, it's going to be significantly more difficult. So I was able to offset a lot of risk by building it up on the side whilst working full-time with security of that income. So that going into this year, there was certainly... A lot less risk than there uh, there could have been. However, that being said, it's certainly not been a, a smooth journey by any accounts. And I had a, uh, a a partner that I sort of signed up just before going full time. It was one of the bigger deals that gave me the security to go full time um, this year. And, and actually, unfortunately, for various reasons, it, it didn't work out. But it represented a, a significant chunk of my predicted revenue that I then had to refind. Um, so. Dealing with that problem in the first place and working hard to sort of not just recoup, but ensure you know, I found the revenue through other uh, areas was certainly a, a challenge. But um, I think what kind of helped me get through that was just... I mean, it's the resilience you learn as a salesperson anyway. It's that sort of ability that you know in sales, yes. a deal could drop or, or backfire at any point. And you know to always have as much in the pipeline as possible. And when things do hit tough, you know, it's just you know, head down, you know, do whatever you need to do to find, you know, replacement pipeline. And I guess those skills that you learn through a career in sales do really help as, a, as an entrepreneur, or at least that's certainly what I'm finding.
0: That's great. I mean, I think that's a, you know, word of advice for a lot of people that, you know, being an entrepreneur is it, it's more difficult than I believe working for another company, because everything is your, your responsibility. So, you know, if, uh, if you lose an account like what happened to you, you have to hustle, work super hard. You might be working seventeen hours a day to, to replace that revenue stream, and it's it's not easy. But also, it's it can be very very rewarding, which I, I assume is, has been for you to be able to replace that with, you know, without uh, it taking too long. So that's fantastic.
1: Well, to give you a, a sort of just a, an extended insight into that scenario, I did have to do exactly what you just said, Craig. I had to sit and work you know, much more than I'd anticipated. And there were some weeks, one I actually documented on social media where I was delivering training Monday to Friday, sort of early hours till, you know, early evening, and then getting back and having to develop content and more training materials through to very late at night slash early hours of the morning. And I had to do that for, you know, a couple of weeks and, you know, sacrifice time with my my family, my kids. And, um, but the offset of that, that hard work was, you know, able to enjoy some time with them over the summer, um, you know, plan a nice time for, for Christmas. So it, it can come back. For me, you know, I'm a very big advocate that, you know, you reap what you sow and put in the hard work, you know, do yeah, it right. True. And it, it does pay off.
0: That's great. Well, thanks for good. sharing good. That, that story. That's awesome. Now, just uh, what are you looking forward to the most? So as you, as you look at what you've accomplished so far, I mean, you're still at the very beginning of this journey. You've got a long runway ahead of you. What, you know, what, Dan, are you looking forward to the
1: most? Um, pretty interesting question. And I've had a few people ask me that recently. And I think the thing I'm more focused on at the moment is I want this to last. I want to be doing this for a long time. And it's not to say I'm against working for anyone or anything like that, but I am really enjoying what I've been able to build up and create. And like I said, I'm sat here in Croatia in a stunning place and I get to go on stage and help educate and inspire 150 sales leaders um you know and there's more opportunities like this coming up so for me what i'm looking forward to is hopefully doing this for for many more years to come
0: that's great that's i am sure you will you have a, a great sense of, of bringing value to people and i i believe that everybody that communicates and listens to you will will feel that and as you Thank you You and I both know the more value you bring to other people in return, you're going to, you're going to get that as well. So that's hundred percent. That's great. So what, if you could give one piece of advice, Dan, to an aspiring entrepreneur that has not like, let's say launched yet, what would that advice be?
1: Um, I guess I have two bits of advice. One is try and build as much as you can for, um, because, like I said, jumping in the deep end—it puts more pressure on yourself, and it just makes things so much harder. So, anything you can build before you launch, or, or you know, take it on full time, that's going to help. But my other advice, obviously, is, is is leverage social media. I think it's probably the most powerful tool an entrepreneur can have, um, just to help you build a brand, build a personal brand, build an audience connect with prospects and again you can do a lot of that before even launching which again just offsets some of that risk so yeah anything you can build beforehand i I would advise it and again look to leverage social media as much as possible but keep it organic it's not about just talking about your business and advertising show people you and show people the reason that you're building this business because they'll buy from you more than they'll buy from the business i think that's
0: that's Awesome advice. So on social, you know, when I watch you and, and follow others like Gary Vanderchuk and some people that are, that are you know large influencers in this space, they, they participate in the conversation. And I think that is something that a lot of people miss. They, they use social media like a billboard. Like they're, here's my business. Here's, here's who I am. And then they don't engage in the conversation which I think hurts him. Can you give us a little insight about your
1: opinion about engagement? Yeah, that, fantastic question, Craig. I, honestly, I had this come up, must have been maybe early last year where I went down a similar path. I started to create content, but not engage with those people that took the time to like it or comment it. Um, you know, I tend to just let it go out there. And there's nothing wrong with that in a sense. I think certainly when you get to a certain level, it becomes very challenging to keep on top of the engagement But Someone mentioned it to me uh, in a post and it got me thinking. And I thought, okay, well, let me, it's a, it's a fair point. And I, I started to invest a lot more time in replying, and, you know, trying to uh, answer or even thank people for their engagement. And um, it had a huge, uh, a huge impact. And actually it was um, that reason that I was able to, sort of generate probably my most successful blog, which on average, you know, I might be lucky to get 30,000 you know, views on a blog, which is fantastic. But just through pushing the engagement that went up to nearly 500,000 views on a blog, um, just by responding to people and just extending the debate. So engagement is a really powerful thing. And I would certainly advise, uh, entrepreneurs or salespeople, you know, don't dismiss it. Take the time. It doesn't, it doesn't have to take hours. Um, but even just thanking people for their engagement or continuing that debate can help you build relationships, build your brand and potentially start conversations that turn into sales opportunities.
0: That's great. And I, and I think, you know, you're at this level now where you have, you know, tens of thousands of, of, of followers and people that are going to talk with you. And I think the, where people, entrepreneurs, where they, where they make a mistake is they expect all of this to happen overnight. And, Mm It doesn't. I mean, you have to, it takes, it's day after day, it's consistency, it's quality of the message, it's the engagement, as you discussed. But what do you say to those people that, you know, they want it to happen now? I mean, do you ever address that? You get questions about that from your
1: audience? Not so much my audience, but certainly my experience over recent years managing younger salespeople that want to be sales managers and directors and want that right now <laughs> and right. You know, they've only really been in sales for six months and i'm not i'm not generalizing younger generations i'm sure there are plenty of i've seen plenty of um, older people that have done similar things perhaps stepping up a business right away and just expecting the fact that they believe in it that everyone else will be and you know i'm i'm sat here in the position i am now because of the work i've put in not just in the last three years into building it but from my 15 years working in, in sales i couldn't do what I'm doing now without everything I've learned from that first day uh, through to now I, I wouldn't be here without the passion I have for, for the industry that I work in. So you know it's a lot of people look at it and you know some people say, you know, look at Dan, the overnight success. And you know I've seen other people say similar things, but that's an overnight success that was 15 years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, a long time to, to build up to achieve it. Patience is it's not easy and trust me, I relate to this more than most because Since I was eight years old, I've been the person who wanted to have a business straight away and I've gone down so many different paths trying to to find that and and had plenty of failures to get So I fully appreciate that it's not easy to be patient, Um, but sort of always looking for those quick wins can be quite damaging and actually just trying to focus on what your real passions are and and just really trying to map out what uh, a business and success can look like for you um, and just taking your time with it can be a, a much bigger payoff.
0: That's fantastic. I, I think just to kind of sum this up, you know, it's, it's sacrifice, it's hard work, it's hustle, it's patience, it's engagement. It, it takes time. It's baby steps. And, and you offer a lot out there, Dan. So to kind of bring this all together, if, if some of the listeners, um, the people that listen to this podcast want to engage with you, touch base with you, learn what you have to offer, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
1: Uh, yeah, no. I, I mean, best way is to connect with me on on LinkedIn or follow me on on LinkedIn. That's where you know I put the majority of my content. I'm in the process yes. of of launching um, sort of the Dan Disney website, which will be uh, annualdisney.net. So it's kind of in construction at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I try to put as much content in as many different creative ways as possible. I'm, I am, as I'm sure you know, like genuinely passionate about helping people. And uh, So if you know, hopefully the content will help. But if you have any questions, you know, please do. Got me a message or add me in a post and I will always try my hardest to get back as, uh, as soon as possible.
0: That's great. Well, I, you know, Dan, I want to thank you on behalf of the, you know, really the sales and marketing, you know, business, entrepreneurial community. I, I think what you're doing for all of us is very inspiring. And, you know, I look forward to seeing your posts every day. So thank you for taking the time to, to be with us on the podcast and best of luck with your keynote that you have uh, there in Croatia.
1: No, thank you very much. Thank you for your very kind words, Craig. And thank you for inviting me onto this this podcast. As I said at the start, I absolutely love what you're doing with Sales Awakening and, and the Eight Steps. I think you're really uh, onto something there. So hopefully everyone who's listening anyway and, and any new listeners, I'd, I'd advise that they uh, check you out as, as well as um, as well Sales Awakening. It's, Sweet. You know, a whole lot of gold in there. I'm looking forward to seeing more of.
0: Thanks, my friend. All right. Well, safe travels and good luck, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Greg. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Eight Keys of Sales Success podcast. Please subscribe to our channel and visit our website at www.salesawakening.com for additional sales and marketing content. Remember, we all have a choice to be excellent. Make the choice today.